Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR dot org dot AU. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Um, and three CR proudly broadcasting from the lands of original inhabitants, and we pay respects to elders past, present, and emerging. We also acknowledge our LGBTIQ original inhabitants, including sister girls and brother boys for their unique contributions to diversity on and around the land. I'm Sally Golden. Great to be back with you after, like, well, I'm sorry, this is the first of two bad, two Ronnie's jokes. Um, I was like the Scotsman with a cold. I had a week off last week. Oh, dear. Someone's got to do those gags. Um, and the other one's coming up, which could be worse. There's lots of ways to get in touch with the show. Um, you can look for me on Facebook, Out of the Pan, 3CR 855AM Melbourne, or my personal page, Sally Goldner. You can email out of the pan 855 at gmail.com. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. But um, And, of course, you can text, but today we have a different number, or I do, um, because... Um, here's the other bad 1970s Two Ronnies jokes um, joke. Um, in the words of the Two Ronnies, I lost me dongle somewhere. Um, so I've got a different one. Um, I'm sure there's... Uh, see, trans people are allowed to make jokes about trans people. That's all right. Um, rule of stand-up. If you, you can only make jokes about um, a group if you identify with that group yourself off stage. So today's number is a one-off, 0456 751 215 if you have a text particularly hello to roving reporter if you're out there who um, haven't heard from you for a while what's going on out there but most importantly today I have a, a guest in this year who's given up her time on the Queen's birthday weekend um, great to have in the studio Louise Malcolm who's um, from the trans and gender diverse film festival Tilda welcome oh thank you for having me thanks for having me Sally oh look a pleasure thanks for coming in um um, first things first, I, after after one mistake off air, I got the pronunciation right. Tilda, after the fabulous um, performer, Tilda Swinton, um, <laughs> or that pronunciation thereof. But um, I suppose we should start. A couple of things. Where does that name come from, apart from um, that great actress? Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, um, the, the, the Tilda name comes from the little, like, curly... Mm-hmm. What's it? Uh, sort of like <laughs> a, a neither here nor there sort of symbol. Um, yeah. So actually, it was our one of our founders, Cerise Howard, the oh, wonderful Cerise Howard, absolutely bass player and film guru extraordinaire. Excellent, yes, and um, good human too. Yes, absolutely. Uh, 
that's actually uh, that came from Cerise just like uh, four years ago. So the mm-hmm. festival was established in 2014, and I guess I wasn't actually in the organisation then. I've just joined, so. Uh, I think they wanted to come up with something that was a lot shorter than Melbourne Trans and Gender Diverse Film Festival. <laughs> Pretty uh, big business card, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Even as an acronym, it doesn't really work. Mm. So they wanted a short, nice little thing that the, the festival could be referred to as um, in shorthand. Uh, and, yeah, Tilda's a really nice sort of representation of, mm. of what the festival is about. Uh, so, yeah, that's where it came from. It works really well, though. It is close to the top left of your most standard computer keyboard. Yes. Absolutely. So that's what um, where the name came from. And as you say, it's a, you know, it's for the, you know, a nice snappy name for a very important part of Melbourne's community, a trans and gender diverse film festival. You know, was there a, a genesis to your knowledge? I know you weren't involved at the time as to, you know, what brought about the need for a trans and gender diverse film festival, acknowledging, I think it's fair to say, the good work of Melbourne Queer, Fil- Queer Film Festival over many years and others like Human, Ra- Human Rights and Arts Film Festivals and all the good festivals. Mm. Was there a particular sort of light bulb moment, to your knowledge? Well, there are other film festivals, other trans uh, and gender diverse film festivals overseas, so I guess the idea sort of came from there. There's, there's quite a few, since we've begun, uh, there are actually others that have popped up. Uh, so there's festivals in Amsterdam like Transscreen. There's several in the States. Um, so uh, I guess it, it, it sort of popped up because the the trans and gender diverse community um, was not um, being served by what Melbourne Queer Film Festival was doing. Uh, they have a lot of fantastic programming. It's a great festival. But it just it wasn't quite capturing... Um, a lot of people in the trans and gender diverse communities. And that's quite a diverse, um, there's a, I say communities because it's, it's quite a diverse mm-hmm. array of people, identities. And yeah, there was a real need there to create a, a community event to uh, sort of bring people together specifically around uh, trans and gender diverse experiences. Um, and it's been really successful in, in doing that. And it's been welcomed by the community. Um, it's It became really quickly a really key mm. event for, for Melbourne uh, trans and gender diverse communities. So, I mean, we immediately knew that we were on to something and that it was really important. Well, yeah, I do remember the first festival, which I think was at 2004. 14 or 15? 14, yeah. 14, yeah, that's right. And you took a break last year. That's right. But I remember the first one, I think, was at Trades Hall from yep. memory and just everything sold out as um, um, wrestling com- the late wrestling commentator, the late Gorilla Monsoon, would say the SRO signs, standing room only signs were up everywhere. Indeed. And I think it's, you know, it's a great festival. It's a great film festival. It's just a great sense of connection and community and social interaction too, which yeah. is we, we need. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that first festival I attended, I was actually involved, so I was on the periphery, have been since it started. Um, so I was really astounded by the the diverse array of people that they managed to get in that one room. I'd never seen all those communities sort of interacting with each other, and it was actually really moving. Um, and I think that's that's part of why it had such, a, such an impact on people, just like the connecting of different people you know or bring mm. different people together for this sort of common i don't know this sort of common experience of watching film i mean which is why when the the festival was sort of in its inception it's it, people knew or the organ the founders knew that film would be 
an ideal medium to be able to bring together bring together these communities um not only for entertainment purposes but educative purposes and to start conversations and um yeah I, I guess yeah that first year was amazing and it sort of continued on into the second year as well uh and it, it was partly around the the space like it was one space one dedicated space where everybody came and and met each other and a lot of people met each other and connected with each other I, I remember people commenting about you know I've never seen these separate groups of people in the same room mm. and uh, that was I think really important for like community building um yeah kind of yeah there was lots of really lovely moments at, and have been and at the second festival in 2015 mm. um the same thing again uh yeah so yeah sorry I'm rambling at this point no ramble ramble away because I think it is really important that we have these spaces there's I think Melbourne you know look you know no probably there's no city in the world that has everything for trans and gender diverse and we need you know support groups we need social groups we need advocacy we need film festivals and I think if you know to digress a little totally off topic I think if there's a small gap in Melbourne maybe it's a partner's support group, I think we need that, and a group for trans people to discuss discuss relationships and sexuality. Mm. Um, and also that's got to be done age specifically. But we do certainly need just social spaces. Definitely. And, you know, til- Tilda, as well as being a film, you know, it's not just a film festival, it certainly does that, the, the buzz. And, um, you know, and I think it might sound... I honestly want to say this in the right way. You see people of diverse genders and they're all looking happy and that sort of thing and, you know, just really relaxed. It's a it's a big, you know, it's a big lift and looking, you know, I say this word in the nicest possible way, looking spunky. Mm. Um, it's a really good thing. Definitely. And you see family members with them as well, partners as well too. Yeah. yeah. yeah definitely. Um, and we're also really interested in, I guess, um, supporting um films uh, films by trans and gender diverse filmmakers uh and films that tell diverse stories about trans and gender diverse people because there is a very sort of narrow there's a lot of sort of quite narrow narratives about what trans people's lives and we're interested in sort of broadening that and opening up that um people's experience of that so yeah that's also part of it yep it's certainly a good point. I want to discuss um, that in detail um, in just a second, but um, we'll have some more music, some hopefully filmy music in my best possible way. We opened up with Jay Giles and also got to pay a tribute to the late John Giles, who passed away, um, guitarist from the Jay Giles band with Freeze Frame. But, um, well, I dug through my music collection and the queerest song that I could connect to about with movies from Dire Straits making movies was Les Boys. Excellent. So let's have a listen to Dire Straits from their 1981 album, their third release, and then we'll come back and drill into the detail of what sort of films that you're after and also other things you can do to support Tilda um, and um, come back to our chat with Louise on 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand, out of the pan with Sally and guest Louise. Les Boys do cabaret these boys are glad to be gay These boys do cabaret These boys are glad to be gay These boys do cabaret 
I'm Jane Clifton, author, musician, actor, marriage celebrant, author of The Address Book. I've always been fond of 3CR, and not just because they played the song by my band stiletto, Woman in Trouble, 50,000 times. I was grateful for that, but that was a few years ago. Here I am again after all these years, and so is 3CR, still supporting musicians and writers and people with ideas to share. Keep going, 3CR. The fact of the matter is that uh, ultimately the Northland Secondary College people will win. So are you getting paid the same as early education teachers? No, no well under. Early childhood educators are meant to be doing their job like they've done forever and just accepting it. When you break with what they expect, that's when power starts moving. It's been a full-on year for me and for Safe Schools Coalition and everyone involved in it, and that has really been pretty driven by the media and the right in politics. Talking about education isn't always easy. What is easy is supporting 3CR during Radiothon 2017. To donate, call 0394198377 or donate online at 3cr.org.au. All donations over $2 are tax deductible. So give as much as you can to 3CR during Radiothon and support Radio for Change. That's 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand, out of the pan with Sally and guest Louise from Tilda, the Trans and Gender Diverse Film Festival. Yes, um, 3CR's Out of the Pan Radiothon show is next week. So start looking down the back of the couch for those loose coins and um, so you know that you've got money to cover yourself and then hop online or come in and donate something to 3CR. We've got to, and each show has to raise a target as part of the show of Keeping On Air Radio for Change, including the change offered um, for trans and gender diverse people by having um, inclusive film festivals. And um, Louise, we've got lots to talk about. Um, submitting films, making films, how you can support the festival. Let's start, I think we've got a critical one um, because there's a couple of weeks left to submit a film for this year's um, festival. That's right, yes. So um, submissions are currently open for uh, this year's festival. Uh, The festival is going to take place in October, the last weekend in October, 26th to the 29th. Uh, so, yes, at the moment we are looking for uh, shorts and feature-length uh, films of all genres. Uh, so uh, we're looking for uh, stories and perspectives 
of trans and gender diverse communities. We're looking for films, also looking for films that are made by trans and gender diverse filmmakers. Um, it doesn't matter what the content is. If you're a, a trans or gender diverse filmmaker, we'd like to see your work. Uh, so yes, uh, that those close in two weeks. Oh, wait, not even two weeks now. Uh, it's on the 30th of June, so Friday the 30th of June. Uh, you can get information for that on our website, uh, which I'll mention. Please do. www.tilda, that's T-I-L-D-E, Melbourne, tildamelbourne.com. So www.tildamelbourne.com. Just click submissions and you'll be able to see all the details. Uh, so, yes, we've had heaps of submissions, but we are always looking for more, uh, especially Australian content definitely interested in that yeah tell tell me let's drill into some detail on what you're after there um because you know it is it is a an issue when you know trans and gender diverse people are we'll say a representative sample of people you know um, who happen to be trans and gender diverse Mm -hmm. um and sometimes parts of the community get left out to use my favorite one of my favorite phrases diversity in diversity what sort of things are you after and well you know look or that you would like to give priority to if you can definitely in relation to this definitely um okay so uh we do give priority to um Aboriginal Australians who are mm-hmm. transgender diverse, um, brother, boys, sister, girls. Uh, we'd love to see more content. In, in fact, we actually produced our own film because there was there's such a lack of content um, out there. So for our last festival, we actually produced our own film uh, about uh, two sister girls. Uh, so definitely if you're an Aboriginal uh, transgender diverse uh, filmmaker, Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, oh, God, anybody really. Um Looking at uh, transgenderist people who also have a disability, um, we have an indication that somebody is making a film already, and we're very excited about that. Oh, um, yeah. So, um, yes, any, any anyone who identifies as transgenderist, but we do put priority on uh, people of colour, people with disabilities, uh, and we're very interested in um, making sure that the most marginalised voices are actually brought to the centre of the conversation uh, at, at TILDA. So, yeah. Yeah, and I suppose another group I'm in there, um, trans people who work in the sex industry. Definitely, yes, exactly. Um, so, yeah, that's um, a big one. You know, look, I, I, I do agree with you, and I mean, in a sense, I'm like, well, a rare time, I suppose, I'll declare a sort of privilege um, in that, you know, I'm a trans woman. There's a lot of dialogue about trans women. I think, you know, within, you know, there's a, in, you know, obviously there's always room to keep going, but there's a good sense of understanding but I do often feel some degree of anxiety for my trans brothers where there's not enough films about that and we still need plenty of discussion about non-binary which um, Mm. is only sort of just um, getting into discussion as well even though of course it's been around forever and a day definitely so you know all those sorts of things as well and you know also neurodiversity including autism could be another one Absolutely. So, yeah, lots to discuss there. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely interested. I mean, there is, uh, we have noticed in our programming, there are a lot less films um, uh, about uh, trans men and, or trans masculinity. Um, mm. And definitely, like, across the board, but uh, specifically uh, sort of f- fiction narrative films. Um, and d- there's hardly any about non-binary people or any other uh, identities that sit outside of sort of uh, trans masculinity and trans femininity. Um, yeah, we definitely love to see more more exploring uh, other identities 
um, that we that that we rarely get to to hear about. Um, yes, definitely. Yeah, and well, non-binary, of course, including agender or perhaps people Absolutely. who don't want to have any gendered term at all. That's so right. there's a couple more. Yep. So that's the um, sort of the detail of su- submitting, um, but also your. And I hope I've got all of that. we've got all of that covered now. Yes. Or as much as we can think of. If anyone didn't, uh, if anyone thought we missed anything, um, get send, in touch. Send with us the, an email. Send us a um, <laughs> yes, an email, a text, or whatever. Yes. But also, um, you know, sort of the process of making films. I mean, I'm the sort of person who considers it a technological triumph to hold my iPhone up, um, mm. that sort of thing. But um, you're also assisting people in that area. Yes. Uh, so we've just started. Um, a series of free filmmaking workshops for trans and gender diverse people and allies. Uh, so we've done our first uh, workshop in April, the beginning of April, and that was facilitated by uh, award-winning documentarian Rowan Spoll, uh, mm-hmm. who made uh, Winter at Westbath, this is the most recent one, but also he made uh, Tea for Teacher and all the way through evening. Um, he's a fantastically talented filmmaker and I discovered an excellent teacher because uh, I actually attended the second day of the workshop. Uh, so we did a two-day workshop out at Footscray Community Arts Centre, 1st and 2nd of April, and we had 13 participants from across the state, uh, a range of ages and identities. It was actually an amazing group that we managed to, to get together. And uh, these participants uh, in the workshop are actually making films for this year's festival, which we're oh, fantastic. really excited about because we have found it really hard to find local content as well. We've got a lot of content from overseas, but um, finding the, the locally made stuff um, has been difficult, um, which is also part of the reason why we've started this workshop um, filmmaking workshop series. So we will be having more workshops uh, probably in the next year, um, funding pending. Um, our first workshop was actually uh, funded by the Reichstown Foundation. Yeah. Uh, very generous on their fantastic organisation. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're, we're interested in not only um, supporting trans and gender diverse filmmakers, we're also interested in supporting allies to make um, more diverse and authentic stories to to collaborate with trans and gender diverse people when making their films. I think that's really key mm. um, to making sure that we've got allies that, um, you know, are open to and are actively engaged uh, in sort of engaging uh, trans and gender diverse people in the making of those films about trans and gender diverse people because I think that's part of the problem. Yeah. Oh, look, totally with you on that, um, that, you know, and I, well, I'm almost, I won't, I don't know, I'm not going to spoil the nice day by mentioning what probably one of the worst films of all times about trans people. I won't even mention that one from 2010 and Mm. you're nodding and Mm. uh, if anyone wants to know who it is, um, just um, get in touch with the show, Um, an American one. But, um, you know, the thing is, you know, often it can, you know, come across, I suppose, as a bit sort of condescending when it's mm. done the wrong way. Definitely. That sort of thing. And we want to get around that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, most films about trans and gender diverse people are made for non-trans and gender diverse imaginations. They're, you know, they're made, they're not made for us. Um, they're yeah. made about us. And we're interested in sort of changing that and focusing on films that are made for the community, by the community, about the community. Um yeah, and there, there aren't that many, but uh, there, there are more and more. It, since we've begun the festival, uh, we, we, we've noticed a sort of change happening 
uh, in the kind of films we get, which is really fantastic. Yeah. Now, you've hit, you've hit a point there, and actually I just thought there were probably two films that began with T, um, whose first word, be- or only word, began with T, mm. um, so there could be confusion there. But, um, and look, maybe one served its purpose, I mean, about 10 years ago, and one definitely was rock bottom. But anyway, that's mm. another debate. Yes. Um, let's move on. But also a couple of things that just came out of what you said. I mean, you mentioned people from all over the state. Well, there's an issue, regional, rural, remote mm. Australians. Absolutely. Um, you know, can need to come into it. Yeah. And also you mentioned Alan. Well, you know, um, Nan McGregor, who was a founder of PFLAG here, said, um, what is it, the best um, ally for gay and lesbian people is a parent. Well, Mm. increasingly we see supportive parents and family members and allies in general of trans people. And that's maybe an area that needs story. What's it like being a family member, you know, that sort of stuff? Yeah, definitely. I think there's definitely room for that. And I think, I mean, this year, I mean, in all years, but this year we're definitely interested in making sure that we're open and inclusive around families. So we're doing at least one all-ages session, at least one 15-plus session, and we're actively trying to encourage younger trans and gender diverse people to come and also trans and gender diverse parents and carers to bring along their kids to the festival. We're definitely really interested in doing that. And, um, yeah, we're, we're sort of making sure that we've got programming in place uh, to meet that need, yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, we've got great groups in our community doing the family stuff, yeah. um, you know, transcend parents and friends of gender-diverse children, obviously de- declaring an interest trans family, and that's an increasing space that needs to be considered. Definitely. So um, there's another one. Yeah. So, yeah, there's the sort of diversity in diversity and, you know, making the films and submitting the films. Yeah. Um, and I think we had lots of other stuff to cover as oh, well. Oh, yeah, I just want to talk quickly about, about the festival itself. Yes. Um, so, as I said, it's happening the 26th to the 29th of October. That's uh, Thursday to a Sunday. Uh, so pop it in your diaries. And it's happening out at Footscray Community Arts Centre. So um, Footscray Community Arts Centre is the new is, um, Tilda's new festival home. Uh, we've become uh, a company of residents there. So we have office space out there. It's oh, really lovely. Him. And they're... Super excited that we're actually going to hold the festival there, uh, and they're very they've been very supportive. Uh, it's been it's been really great. We're really quite excited about uh, bringing the festival to Footscray Community Arts Centre, and for the first time, we'll have two different uh, spaces. In the past, we've only ever had one screening space, but we'll have two uh, two spaces, and we'll be able to run concurrent sessions, which means we'll be able to expand the program and offer different kinds of sessions because we have got a very diverse. Um, diverse communities that we that we cater to so it's good for us to have that flexibility and be able to to screen more films and also have panels and other sorts of events i can't talk about them right now but uh, i will be talking about them soon uh we've got some very exciting uh, other events besides the screenings uh sort of lined up for this year's festival um and we'll be doing a sneak peek of the program sort of mid-july because we've got a few films which we're really excited about. And we've already locked them in. Uh, so we're going to do a, a couple, we're going to release a couple of films, uh, like, announce a couple of titles mid-July, um, and then our full program will come out on the 28th of September. And we'll have a launch and we'll have a party. Well, launch, party, party, zomba, party, zomba. Party. Sounds, sounds cool. Now, look, this is just, um, it sounds incredible. And look, first of all, 
Footscray Community Arts Centre, they're becoming a major, well, trans and gender diverse and queer ally without question. Um, and also I want to pay a bit of a tribute to someone, Tom Cho, who worked there many years ago and probably started, well, being a little bit of a, a you know, a sort of seed sower in a sense in, in terms of that queer and trans inclusiveness, um, an awesome trans pioneer, I think, in, fair to say, in Victoria. Definitely. Um, and so, yeah, look... Um, they're, they're doing great stuff out there, and so that's that's good. And I think that's a really good space. It's, you know, it's for people over in the east. It's not that far away from the city. <laughs> don't, don't grizzle. But I think it is really good, and it's, um, you know, it says something that you need that space. I mean, as we said, you, you know, the first festival at Trades Hall got packed out, and I think the second one was at one of the venues. Oh, was at the Lithuanian Club. Lithuanian Club. Yeah. And so the fact that it's growing and needs a space, and you've got you've got a home, you can don't have to cut, you know, go who's got the banners, you know, because that's it's right. in the office. That sort of little thing that yes. it's big. It's excellent. So that's really cool. And you know, panels. Yes, we need to have discussions and all that sort of thing mm. um, for sure. So that's a big one. Yeah. Um, and a sneak sneak preview. So yes, you will have to um, keep in touch and definitely all that sort of thing. But the other thing is. You know, if people want to support the festival, apart from coming along and seeing all the great films and hearing the great panel discussions and all the rest, what can anyone, any individual and or organisation do? Sure. I mean, you can get in touch with us. Um, We do have a a program where you can support the festival. Uh, So you can be, uh, it sort of ranges from $500 down to $100 or $50. and you can be a sort of lover of the festival or um, I can't remember the titles now. Oh my gosh, you put me on the spot. <laughs> but um, yeah, we do have a program in place where if you want to give a little extra, um, we will uh, take your money and we will acknowledge you uh, in the festival program. Uh, yeah, so that would be fantastic. We actually have really good support from uh, our community partners, um, yeah. which has been really heartening uh, to, to have to have that financial support because it's really it is really important uh, in order to be able to put on the festival. Um, and we 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 are interested in in sort of people donating if they can, but we also uh, are very mindful of not putting too much pressure on uh, trans and gender diverse people to fund their own um, festival Um, because there are other organisations who are well-funded and are well-placed to to support us. Um, But you can support us, yeah, by attending uh, the festival, uh, by telling your friends about it, um, by putting it in your diary right now. It's 26th to the 29th of October. Um, Yes, so opening night's on the Thursday, 26th, closing night, 29th. Uh, and party on Saturday, of course. Okay, so it doesn't interfere with your cup day weekend the next weekend. <laughs> no, we deliberately, uh, that's who deliberately put it on that weekend. <laughs> Fair enough. And just having a look here at the website, um, tildemelbourne.com, our beautiful benefactors where those who are already in are mentioned, um, so I think we should give them a mention, Co-Health, sure. Victorian AIDS Council and each, but you can be a buff for $50, a devotee for 100 um, a fanatic for 250 and a lover for 500 and a muse for 1000 Oh, amazing. Thank you. There you go. And lots of great, um, you know, sort of trans and gender diverse groups and, you know, um, queer friendly groups all in yeah. a huge list here um, and yeah. um, so very good to see yeah. we're, um, we're yeah. well placed we're, we're actually supported by every single trans and gender diverse organisation in Victoria which is quite incredible 
I'd better get a trans family logo for you. Oh, you should, definitely. Yes. Yes. Um, Send um, it through. See, since the last festival, we've actually had a a few uh, organisations pop up, so we have to get onto that. I'd better get myself organised. Um, <laughs> me doing live, live notes to myself on air, As listeners, am I. listeners of all genders, including <laughs> but not limited to ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but um, yeah, look, uh, it is really good to see. Um, so yes, there's lots of ways you can support it, and yeah, just as you say, net, you know, word of mouth, word of mouth, word of mouth. Definitely, and um, also follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. Uh, yeah, go and find us on there. That that's also really helpful to have uh, to have people following us, so so we can keep in touch with people. Basically, like, share, and retweet. For yes, sure. please. <laughs> All right. Well, look, um, I, we got everything covered. I well think done, we us. Have, yes, yay us. Look, it's good to um, have you. Let's stay in touch. We'll certainly have you. Um, have your another representative of Tilda back in before the festival starts Excellent. to talk about the programming. And um, also we'll have to watch um, for those dates um, that you mentioned, July and September for the sneak. As Daffy Duck would have said, a sneak preview and the sneaks won't like it. But <laughs> um, And then the full, the full program. Um, so, yeah, um, just awesome stuff. Um, but I'll let you perhaps get to the rest of your Sunday. Thank you so much for having me, Sally. Pleasure, Louise. Thanks for all your contributions, well, to Tilda and Transfilm, but also lots of other ways around the queer community, I think, um, uh, sums it up really well. Um, A great contributor. And so, yes, let's look forward to a big third um, Tilda in October this year. Yes. All right. Um, 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au. Let's see if I can get the technology right this time. Um, and it's going to do it um, with mentors anything. And I'll come back with more of Out of the Pan after we hear from them. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Well, um, I've got to say, just it's always great to have um, passionate people on the show and just... Louise's passion for Tilda, the Trans and Gender Diverse Film Festival, I think pretty much shone through there. So, yeah, certainly a great part of our community. Well, as mentioned, I um, wasn't here last week, and I almost feel after that it's almost going to be this big letdown to talk about what needs to be talked about, and that is, of course, um, a former tennis player. Um, Not so much um, about what was said, which is just plain silly, but... um, you know, um, the thing is, I want to just sort of drill down a bit on some of the issues surrounding the recent developments regarding Margaret Court. When it did break a couple of weeks ago, my first thought was, why are we giving this person attention? Which I'll explain why I'm giving it to the person now. And I think celebrity culture has a lot needs to be accountable for. Just because Margaret Court was a great tennis player, and I really know about tennis, so I'll go with that, um... Why has she suddenly been quoted on social justice, sexual orientation, gender identity issues? I'm not really sure. Ideally, of course, that wouldn't be the case. But reality is it was, so I suppose that's why I'm talking about it now. And I think that's the first issue. I think that it's very difficult to separate the person from the issues sometimes. And if anyone else had made, first of all, her initial letter to the newspapers... I think um, it probably wouldn't even have been given any publicity. There's also an interesting point about her letter about um, flying with a certain airline where she said she would avoid that airline 
wherever possible, which is a very sneaky little out. Hmm. Um, you know, and as, as people have picked up, given the two larger airlines in this country, not much of a choice. And given the two other domestic airlines, well, I'm sure will be hanging on to the tail, uh, most likely. But um, the thing is, I can, if I'm going to be fair, I can grip my teeth about her views on marriage. Yes, she's talked about an issue. But it was the later comments that I think we've got to drill into this. And yes, they're inappropriate. And yeah, and then Margaret Court claims she's being silenced. And as a good article, credit where it's due um, to mainstream media, Crikey this week um, pointed out um, the number of mainstream media, both commercial and ABC, where she's been interviewed. So she's hardly being silenced. My question, how many trans and gender diverse people or family members were interviewed um, in equal amount of time and we'll say with equal amount of depth? And this is the issue. You can give people time. But if your treatment has bias, conscious or subconscious, and lets Margaret Court get away with some of the things she said. Now, I was away last week because I took the opportunity to get up to the um, Gold Coast and visit my parents. Um, haven't seen them in a two and a half years, and I tried very hard to bring back two or three degrees of the 22 degrees in my suitcase, and it leaked out somewhere in the hold of the aircraft anyway. But um, I did... Um, it says something about the standards of the Courier-Mail that they get the Australian delivered, and it's about the only time I'd ever read it. And there was an article on the front page of last weekend's Weekend Australian about how people say, Margaret Court's this lovely person, blah, blah, blah. But then there's a, a quote where she says she can, supports conversion therapy for gays and lesbians. Now, how is it that she's not being grilled on questions like that when the overwhelming majority of health professionals see conversion or reversion or whatever you want to call it, therapy, which is bad enough that we think we have to give to people of sexual orientation other than heterosexual and trans and gender diverse people therapy just for being who they are. Why isn't that being questioned? Yet trans and gender diverse people you know, are put through the ringer and we have other people define the agenda. I was interviewed on the new trans in sport guidelines a few weeks ago by a Melbourne commercial radio presenter with my transgender Victoria, and I was being interviewed with my transgender Victoria hat on, and the prejudice was appalling. So we need to look at media, and I think it's time we looked at mainstream media's role. Why does it publicise these people? Gee, it wouldn't be ratings, points, and clickbait, would it? And this needs to get pointed out. And so, you know, I've written, we need to drill below the surface of the comments. Renaming the arena? Well, seems someone interfered with Google Maps and did that to some extent. I don't know. I have mixed thoughts about that. You know, to some extent, I think there there is an argument for doing it, not again because of the marriage comments, but the ones about trans and gender diverse people and families, which, as I say, I'm not repeating. You can find them for yourself if you want. Um, you know, if they were said about, if there was some stereotype made about Jewish people or Catholics, there'd be uproar. But oh no, she's got a right to an opinion. Well, maybe she does, but this is the other part of it which I've talked about before. You can have a right to an opinion. Take responsibility, the other side of the coin. Take responsibility for the choice to have an opinion and the likely consequences of your choice. And this is where this right to an opinion thing, and in this case, yet again, has not been talked enough, um, well, well enough. So there's my, in the words of the last track from Mental as Anything, Thinking Out Loud from Mental as Anything's Mouth to Mouth album, My Mouth to Yours. If you've got comments, get in touch. Um, with me by all the means of communication and well 
Um, Paul Kelly always has it right. I don't think he's ever got it wrong. And this um, track from the Stolen Apples album of um, um, 2007 um, sums up, well, God told me to. 3CR, 855amdigital3cr.org.au, out of the pan with Sally. Do you need assistance with daily tasks? Do your parents or grandparents? Australian Multicultural Community Services is a not-for-profit organisation providing help at home to seniors and their carers in Melbourne and Greater Geelong. Daily tasks like dressing, vacuuming, shopping or gardening can be difficult for seniors. Australian Multicultural Community Services support all eligible seniors with home care and personal care so that they remain independent while living at home. Get your loved ones the care they need. Call 9689 9170 to find out more. That's 9689 9170. A 3CR supporter. The 3CR annual radiothon is here, and in 2017, 3CR is Radio 14. From June 5th to the 18th, we are asking you to help us stay on air by making a generous donation. Any amount you can afford makes a big difference, and all donations over $2 are tax deductible. To donate, call 0394198377 or donate online at 3cr.org.au. 3CR Radio for Change. That is us, 3CR, 855M, digital3cr.org.au and On Demand. And Radiothon is next week um, for Out of the Pan in particular, but please support um, the station. Um, of course, want you, love you to support this program, but really it doesn't matter. Just support any program or programs that you want to support and um, <clears throat> we'll, um, we'll be grateful because we have a target to raise. Um, you know, we need your donations. You're part of the station. We've got to get $220,000 to keep our basic expenses running. Um, you know, it can't all be volunteer run. We do have some fabulous staff who are just amazing. So we need to, we do need to pay them. We are an ethical employer. Um, that's 99% of corporates listening go, oh, hang on that. What does that mean? Um, seriously, please, we need your support. So uh, make sure that um, you can find something. It doesn't matter how big or small, that's not the issue. Need your support. And um, Radiothon show next week. So um, I'm sort of doing that telepathic message now. Donate to 3CR's Radiothon. All that sort of thing. Seriously, please do. Very quickly, things that are coming up during the week. Um, Tuesday is the Poly Discussion Group. Um, Check polyvic.org.au or the Facebook page, um, the public one. Um, the Trans Anxiety Group has its Wednesday meeting, um, 7 o'clock um, this Wednesday in Ant Carlton. Check Transgender Victoria's webpage. Um, the Kingsters um, provocation is on. And, um, of course, Bent TV is still rolling along for a couple more weeks yet. And that gets us through this week. 
Thanks once again to Louise from Tilda, the Trans and Gender Diverse Film Festival, TILDmelbourne.com, um, for all the information about how you can support it, making films and all the rest. Um, as so much a huge part of our community. I'd better get out of here and make way for Freedom of Species as part of the great 3CR lineup um, in Psychedelia at 2 and Queering the Air at 3. And in the meantime, well, the next time you hear from me will be Radiothon Week, so let's gear it up with some classic queer rock from Marie Wilson and, appropriately enough, from the Real Life album next time. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you for Radiothon next week.